Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the family with... Ralph Basham, MD. Our special guest... Jeff Allen, I'm here. Made it. Drop the charges and let me come back. All right. <laughs> Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant-Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. Your mic wasn't on, Andy. What? Andy Brant-Bernard. Well, whatever. Oh, we got it. We'll <laughs> be right back with Jeff Allen. Right after this with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. A lot, of, a lot of dishes moving and making noise. And that, that man, they make a lot of noise with that from serving food. 
We are back, ladies and gentlemen, in studio. Jeff Allen, our very special guest. Stand-up comedy show at Acme Comedy Company tonight only. It's at 8 o'clock, as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, you and I have never I, met before, I don't no, think. No, I don't think we have. Why? That's weird. I don't know, man. We should have been drinking together, that's for sure. Back in the day, yeah. The oh, my God. You both I, would have been arrested. I've been doing a morning show at, <laughs> morning show at KQRS for 34 I was years. Got, I, got, I was bailing a friend out, <clears throat> and I got arrested. <laughs> Wow, that's hard to do. I got snotty with the cop. Hey, Barney, got your bullet in your pocket? Apparently he'd heard that one too many times. I told you, it's Daryl Catherine. That's exactly what her brother would have done. Same thing. I don't know why the cops don't like me. It's because you never, ever shut up. (laughs) Oh, is he one of those guys? I I learned. It it took two or three times. (laughs) But we had a friend that would always go, I'll talk to him. You know when the party got loud? Oh, yeah. And the police showed up? And my buddy Barry would go, I'll talk to him. And everybody started passing the hat, getting money to bail him. To bail him up. You're gone. We knew you 13 seconds later. He's got the bracelets on. They're hauling him into the car. This is in in Chicago. Yes. God, I love Chicago. What a great town. Yeah. Yeah, Southside. Maybe you don't want to wander around there too much, but, you know. No. It's just the way it is. One of my favorite Chicago stories I ever had a friend, Mark Elliott, grew up out in Skokie. Ah. Yeah, he grows up in Skokie, and he tells me when he was a teenager, he decided he it was the 4th of July coming up, and he was all excited. The fourth, I love the 4th of July. He goes over to the west side to buy some fireworks, and he walks up on four guys just kind of standing around in the corner. He goes, hey, you guys know where I could find some fireworks? And the guy looks at me and goes, you got money? <laughs> <laughs> Not for long, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have money for long. Yeah, he was just shocked that a kid would come in, a white kid would come in the neighborhood with money. What right. are you, nuts? Yeah. God, what a great story that was, Mark. What a lunatic. But no, I was very fortunate to grow up in Chicago. It's a great place to grow up. Right in the middle of the United States. Great comedy, great theater. It's got everything. Yeah. It's just a shame that they're full-blown Marxists now. So. They are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are. It's a way, yeah, I have friends of mine that finally they, they removed their businesses out of there. It's Did just, they really? Yeah. Just got, are they going over to Indianapolis? <laughs> no, they're all headed to, uh, well, they're headed to Tennessee. and um, oh, oh, nicer yeah, weather. Huge. Yeah. Well, well ten- and the tax structure there is. Um, <clears throat> no state tax. No state tax. Yeah. Every time they try to do it, people... Park their cars in front and honk their horns. <laughs> yeah, we got to move there, Catherine. I'm telling you, we got to get down there. I, we, was it, I had been in Nashville before, but never overnight. So, you know, we stayed for what, three, four days? Yeah, We're in Nashville like three, that. four days, something like that, right? Yeah. So, all these different we went, man, the food in that town is phenomenal. Yeah, it's a lot. We've been with there 20 years ago, and it was, uh, I used to say, nobody boils a steak like Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. It was really yeah, bad. I remember. Yeah, but, uh, how many apples in the was? last 10 years, it's, uh, it's exploded. And uh, every. Um, one of those Food Network guys. They, they've oh, yeah. all opened restaurants in the Gulch, yep. and uh, it's yep. yeah. It's well, there was like shrimp. I don't know what was fifteen cranes we counted. Fifteen, 15 to seventeen. It was like cranes. a three-year wait to get a crane. I mean, they're <laughs> oh, calling yeah. it crane, crane City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. Went, we went to places like there's like a place crazy. called Geist over in Germantown. Yeah. Oh my God, that restaurant's good. You ever get a chance? Get over there. Oh, okay. It's, it is phenomenal. You're you welcome. think, Alex? You're yeah, Alex they've got it. three right. fireplaces out on the patio. It's oh, really nice. nice back there. Yeah, Yeah, we were very, very impressed with it. People could not have been friendlier. They were, everybody was very nice. 
Yeah, the South, yeah. That's yeah. right. I was in Philadelphia. I, I used to always, when I went to work at Atlantic City, I'd always fly oh, yeah, in and then yeah. train it over yep. from Philly. I never flew into Atlantic City. So I'm in line at McDonald's to get something. And um, the guy in front of me is paying with a $50 bill. And the guy behind the, the register just gets so PO'd at him. He's just screaming at him. So you got, so you got, my God. I got no change for that. You're screaming. And I'm looking around. I'm the only one offended. I'm the only one. Yeah. I told Tammy, I said, we've been in the South too long. <laughs> That's where it's been too long. Yeah. There was a time where that would have bothered me. Not a whole thing. I got to, you know, I don't know if you, are you a Black Crows fan at all? The group the Black Crows? No, I don't know. Uh, Steve Gorman is the drummer there. He's an old friend of mine. He he just uh, you know had a great career, rock and roll career. But he lives in Nashville now. Absolutely loves it. Yeah, because he's constantly working. He putting uh, he put a new band together. And I tell you, we were Catherine. You were as impressed as I was. Yeah, I really thought I, I would. I, I guess I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was like barbecue and country music, two things that I have no interest in. Right. <laughs> Let's go to Nashville. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's a lot nice. more than that. We, uh, yeah, we live nice. we live out in the country. We got we got our oh, first traffic light a couple years ago. Oh, there you go. Nine accidents the first week the light was in. <laughs> <laughs> People couldn't figure out why there was a floating red dot in the sky. You know? People uh, might not know this if you've never been to Nashville, but it's an unwritten law that somebody has to get killed in a car accident in Murfreesboro every day. <laughs> yeah. It's every day on I-24 somebody yeah. dies. Catherine, well, how many bodies did you see on the freeway? Uh, there were, Well, I, we were sitting there, <laughs> wait, <laughs> backed up for miles and miles, and we were sort of at the front of the accident. It was with Lindsay. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? I'm, I'm going to go ask a cop what's happening. There's all these semis in front of us. So I walked, peeked around the semi, and I saw at least three. I'm like, three dead people? Three People on the ground covered with bags. I'm like, oh my goodness! What? How Not could? Good. How can you even? How, what kind of accident would you be just flung into the yeah. middle of well, the highway? The following Whoa. year, like that. And then the following year, we went the same route, and it was like a 13 car pileup. <laughs> That's I-24 like, Murfreesboro, what? man. What? Yeah. 13 cars. We had to reroute through some dark, scary hills. Yeah. I'm we like, thinking, like I'm thinking deliverance, of course. And I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. No, it was. Right. I yeah. couldn't help we got it. There. We did get there. With my navigation <laughs> skills. We did indeed. It, it was, yeah, out. it was dark. There were no street lights. <laughs> no, it was you're really going weird. through these hills, and you're like, there's nobody up. There's like yeah, a cabin. You're like, are we going to sleep in our car? What are we doing? You wouldn't like Deadwood then, because that's exactly how it was up there in the black. Oh, Deadwood, yeah. I suppose that's true. Drive fast right here, banjos. Are there? uh, Is there a great comedy scene in Nashville? Yeah. As a matter of fact, they have the um, they have a big festival there every year, and the um, um, bring acts in from all over the world. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next uh, November. Was it no? November. When are we going? October. Yeah. We, the last week in October. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I got to stay in oh, touch wait. with you. Got to have yeah. you come in and do the show, man. Do be golf. Great. I used to uh, haven't for a, la- a couple of years now, but I, yeah. I intend to start again. I think next summer. He keeps okay. saying that. Starts and stops and starts and stops. Yeah, here's yeah. the problem I have with it, Jeff. It takes. It's like I play. Problem. I'm not very good. Uh, you know, everybody has their moments, right? Right. But. 
most of the people, these guys take it so seriously. It's like, yeah. you're not that just good. Just Calm like down. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't take it seriously. You used you to. Take it you used way to. too seriously. Yeah. No, I didn't. You used to. Oh, yeah. I got down to single digits one for like one and a half years, and I went rocketing right back up into the 18. Yeah, that's era. where I'm at now. I, I, I was uh, scratch for... Four, oh, were you four really? or five years, and then uh, now I can't break eighty five. So. And that's playing, playing, yeah. playing scratch golf is playing some golf. Man. That's yeah, it almost destroyed my marriage. So <clears throat> we, uh, yeah, I played a lot of golf with Rocco Mediate. You know, oh know, yeah, yeah, Rocco. Uh, he's he a big with, poker player now. Oh yeah, big oh yeah. Time. Oh, you know that now, yeah, because he yeah. he he behaves now too. He's like yeah. a cartoon character. Who Rocco? Person, yeah, it's that's weird. That's really nice. Chewing on a cigar and playing poker and. <laughs> Hey, like, he's an Italian from Pittsburgh. Yeah, what do you no, think? He's just like, hey. He's an Italian guy from this Pittsburgh. Guy. That's just how it's going to be. You know? right. What? what? People like this exist? I play, so I'm playing with Rocco one time. I tee off, and I hit a pretty decent drive. Not you know great, but for me, a, a decent drive. Rocco hits his drive, and he hits it about 50 yards past me. Right? right. I go, oh, my God, you hammered that. And he goes, I got some bad news for you. Rory McIlroy would be 70 yards past me. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. It is amazing. Yeah. These guys oh. are getting at 400 now. That's I know. ridiculous. 400 yeah. yards sometimes. Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. But they still got to hit it three feet and get it into the hole. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. That's yeah. exactly it. How'd you get so good at golf? You just start when you were young? I played since I was a kid, and then I just, uh, I don't know, I Got Dad obsessed. I got obsessed with it. I traded oh, yeah. in cocaine for golf. It's, oh yeah, it's just as expensive and just <laughs> as annoying. You know, so. but it won't kill you. <laughs> and it's legal. Yeah. And it's yeah. legal. Yeah. That's yeah. the other good thing. Not a big golf bust going on by the no. DEA. No, no. They probably wives be, but... maybe. But... <laughs> yeah, well, I told Tammy when I met her, I'll have one mistress. It'll be golf. You know. Yeah, and, we'll see. Um, That's good. And then five years into it. She said, I didn't realize you were, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like you might wander off. But anyway. yeah. now, so, what, so do you play much anymore? No, nah, I'm I, on the road now. I, I don't play much. I joined a club back in July in Nashville, mainly because it had a, a swimming pool attached to it. Oh, I take yeah. my grandkids. Yeah. I've played 27 holes there since July. Oh, that's 27 holes total. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm home, I don't, uh, I don't play much because it, it upsets the... The apple cart. So. <laughs> I'm looking at my apple cart right apple. now. I'm like, would you please go play golf? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, that's what I, I got friends like that who wives push them out of the house. I go, but they don't travel seven days. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Tom doesn't go that's anywhere. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean I don't Our go anywhere? You don't go dinner. anywhere. You don't go to work. Not this anymore. is as far away from home as you get, and it's That's true. eight Coming minutes over away. Here, I, do, I do the morning show at my house. Our house is far away as home yeah. as you Which gets, I really and do. it's I, difficult I like to get you there. <laughs> the only problem Sometimes. with doing the, doing the show from home, if you're not in the studio with every, all the rest of the people, you don't really know what's going on. And you hear this stuff, and it's like, what is that? And you find out later people are we're in a fist fight or something. It's oh. Like, Jesus. What are you doing? But yeah, I do like it. It's it's working from home is wonderful. Yeah, it really is. Can't do that from <clears throat> with comedy though. No, I gotta. Could. I mean, with an act like mine, you gotta keep it moving. You know, you gotta be on the road, man. Well, let me read this descriptor because this is pretty interesting. Jeff Allen combines clean, hilarious humor like no other comedian working today. Regularly appears on television, radio, and venues across the country with over 100 million. How the hell have you never been on the morning show? We have, we've had everybody on the morning show. I don't know, man. That's weird. I, I, I don't know if I should blame my people or your people. Somebody's people. Somebody's people needs to get. You've come through Minneapolis before. Yeah, I've done, uh, um, well, I've done some churches here. I, I haven't done a club in years. I was at. 
the Mall of America years ago. Oh, uh, Rick Bronson. Bronson. Oh, House of Comedy. Yeah, I, about. 20 years ago, I just woke up oh, I, I, and I was, yeah, yeah I was, was uh, in, yeah. I just looked out one night and the kid, the audience was the same age they were when I started in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one that aged and I found myself, you know, it was when you could smoke in clubs. That's how long ago it was. Oh, and God, I'd go, yeah. cigarettes are bad for you. Okay. And I married a smoker. So I was like, just. Yeah, she'd light up in bed at 2 a.m., you know. Oh. Yeah, just rude. And, uh, <laughs> she'd go, does this bother you? I'd go, no, pool, I've, sl- I've always liked sleeping in pool halls. You know, yeah. this, this, no, no, nothing no, wrong no, with no. this. And uh, anyway, she uh, she finally, now she vapes, and uh, she's Ooh. down to zero now on the uh, nicotine. She oh, just, that's good. Yeah, she just vapes because of the oral fixation. Yeah. And, right. You know. She doesn't want to gain the, weight. <clears throat> yeah, I read body. where if you post, smoke a pack a day, you go to your mouth back and forth 100,000 times a year. Oh, my God. Your mom smoked three packs a day. So yeah, how many? God. That's a lot. Yeah, 300,000 <laughs> 300, times a year. All you can do more than that is just breathe. You know? <laughs> One of my favorite things about my mother smoking three packs a day for about 900 years is this honestly is a really good impression of my mother. All right, Tom, get out of bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. She had the pipes on her, man. It was yeah. unbelievable. What are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. Man. Well, I fell, out, I, met, I fell in love with my wife. I met her. She was a smoker laughing at a club. And, uh, you know, smokers have the best laugh. I mean, oh, yeah. When, when you yeah, when you can't get oxygen into your lungs, that's music to a comic's ears. So. I just heard this woman wheezing in the back. I said, I might want to meet oh, this woman. Oh, my God, one. I love her. <laughs> a little wheezing brought you together. Yeah. Huh? Well, I that's always, nice. I always find it ironic. Like, I shop at, you know, all the hippie food stores and all this stuff. And it's like, yesterday, somebody's walking past me. In the co-op and just smelled like cigarettes. Yeah, I'm like, I don't smell think organic chicken is oh, going to help your health <laughs> <laughs> if you're smoking cigarettes. Shut yeah. up! I'm a walking contradiction. It is interesting. It's like, I'll do anything fair. for my health except stop yeah. the thing that's killing me. That's yeah. what's. Yeah, uh, that's what. Why American Spirit cigarettes are around. Because they're the yep, ones they're organic. They're organic yes. and they won't hurt you. Oh, right. American <laughs> Spirit oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Organic tobacco won't hurt you. They don't have any chemicals in it. See, I think inhaling smoke from anything is yeah, not yeah. really all that good yeah. for. That was the one vice I didn't pick up, you know. And Smoking, I grew up. Yeah. yeah, my dad, you know, used to light Lucky Strikes with the windows rolled oh, up. And, you know, lucky if secondhand strikes. smoke was as bad as they say it was, I'd have been dead thirty years ago. Yeah, I mean, I lived in clubs since I was fifteen, right. and I've been. My wife again, my God, she chain smoking the, you know, and, and uh, never. You know, the only thing that got her to quit was my uh, daughter-in-laws told her they're not bringing the grandkids over. Yeah. You know, you're going to smoke in the house. I tried that with Tom's family, and they all lit up right in front of me. We're going to smoke more when you're around. I know, the smell of smoke still reminds me of going to, like, Bernard family functions. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, my family. Oh yeah, you'd have How about fist fights. That reminds you being in my you'd family have 15 too. smokers <laughs> in a row in yeah. a small house. 15 Even smokers. Even if they were oh, wow. actively smoking, 15 people having the smell of smoke on them. Yeah. It was yeah. enough. Yeah. You know. Oh, my clothes reek for years. I yeah. People, yeah. Totally. people, years. people would tell me, you know, if you're going to smoke, smoke outside. I go, I don't smoke. And they go, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, nice cologne you got there. I grew up in a smoking household as well. Well, and God, I can remember just driving in the car. I'm like, can you please 
open the window and they would crack it like a, oh, yeah. an inch. Yeah. And they're like, hey, up by the window. Nicotine. I'm not letting that <laughs> out. <laughs> like, yeah. now, it's, now when I smell smoke, it's so rare. That's just like, what? Well, Why? now it's Why? gotten to the point what? where some of these kids. I walked out of a hotel, you know, and of course the the, the lepers are smoking off. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this this woman walks out with her husband, boyfriend, whatever, and a smoke had wafted over, and you would have thought she, she had battery acid thrown in her face. <laughs> she oh, felt yeah. it. She was writhing. Oh my god! Oh, I act like <laughs> I that. Walk over and relax. Oh, yeah. I act like that whenever oh, I smell cigarettes, god. especially when I'm with my kids. Like if I'm with my kids and somebody's walking through, I'm like, <laughs> subtle. Nothing for me will ever subtle. beat the first yeah. time I ever saw a guy smoke through a Drake hole. <laughs> Damn, my, my Uncle oh, Jack. God. That's, That's why my dad in. took me to see my Uncle Jack. He's smoking through a Drake <laughs> hole. Oh, my God. And my dad knew this back in the 60s. He goes, this is what cigarettes will do to you. Oh, that's and why he didn't the, smoke. And the, and the tobacco companies are in front of Congress in the 80s lying to yeah, the Congress. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't. My dad knew. He's not yeah. even a doctor. <laughs> Your dad knew better than that. We're going to take a break. My dad did his own research through my Uncle Jack. Oh, we're going we're gonna to smoke through our Drake. We'll be back in two minutes. Oh, yeah. Jeff yeah. Allen he is at Act me tonight at 8 o'clock. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button, without the hassle of a middleman. What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app, simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount, and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment. What would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. 
Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Oh, we're smoking on the water. Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> I just have to relate a story. We're talking about uh, women smoking while they're pregnant. Not pregnant. pregnant? Oh, Jeff asked good. me if my mother I will tell you this. <clears throat> my wife was pregnant. And uh, when I met her, she had a two-year-old, so I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with the first boy. The second child, she was smoking, and I, I said to the doctor, I go, look, she won't quit. And anyway, when she left the room, he goes, you didn't hear this from me. The stress of her quitting would probably be do more harm to the baby yeah. than if she really? continued to smoke. That, wow. That's what they told my mother. And, uh, yeah. and if low birth weight was what my both my boys were over nine pounds. So <laughs> yeah. what would they have been if she wasn't smoking? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And my so. mother smoked, and I was I was eleven pounds when I was born. And my mother smoked the whole time. But very quick uh, story. I'm watching the news one night. This is twenty years ago. Whatever. And there's a, we're going to go over to uh, Brooklyn Center. Uh, there's a controversy about the electric wires going over people's houses and the radiation that comes from them. And people are very upset. Right? It's true. Right. Like, I remember. So they go to the scene and there's a woman. And she's, t- <laughs> she's talking about, ah, oh, this is just so dangerous. It's just unbelievably dangerous. I can't believe they did this. You know, they're shooting her from, like, you know, the shoulders up. And as she keeps talking, smart-ass cameraman, and he did it on purpose. There's no doubt about it. He keeps backing away slowly, and you see her bitching about how unsafe the electric wires are. She's pregnant, cigarette right hand, drinking the left hand. She's got... Well, he's got the booze in the left hand, a cigarette right hand. Like, These damn wires are going to kill us. Oh, that's like totally I'll never my dad. It. Oh, my God. I remember one time I was like, Dad, you need to drink water. And he's like, I don't drink tap water. I'm like, we well, can get bottled water. He goes, it's too expensive. I said, well, then just drink tap water. He goes, it'll give you cancer as he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah, give me cancer. Yeah, I only wanted one thing giving me cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know the cause. I don't want to go in there and confuse these. Doctors could be water. Could if be I'm gonna food. get cancer, I'm giving could it to myself. Yeah. Oh, could God. be anything. Jeff Allen in the studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. He is at Acme tonight, an eight o'clock show, as a matter of fact. That's a late show for me, man. I'm normally in my pajamas by eight. By eight? Yeah. What are you doing? It is? Oh. Yes, it's all it the is. cigarette smoke. Yeah. It's yeah. All, just talking just about about cigarette about smoke. You gotta get some air. Oh, God. When I was a kid, <laughs> honest to God, because everybody in my family smoked. Uh, and you'd go in to watch television, uh, and honest to God, it'd be like Blue Cloud. <laughs> the Viking score. The eyes just watered, yeah. burning I like a I used to sit man. next to, a, like you said, a cracked open window when we'd oh, go yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. just like, please, <laughs> <laughs> a little air. And I'll tell you a story about Ashley, my daughter. With both pregnancies, she loved cigarette smoke. In fact, really? with, with B Fox, she she would she would find somebody. She would notice somebody smoking. She'd cross the street and follow them. It was she. Their <laughs> really? craving was really? the fragrance of cigarette smoke. She did it with. Uh, Why did she a, just huh? hang around the buses? That exhaust. It's not the same fragrance. You know oh, that. That's yeah. true. That's true. Diesel fuel. <laughs> <laughs> God, 21. I was 21 when I quit smoking, so that's a few years ago now. 
Man. And you never started it up again. I never started smoking anymore. I smoked from the time I was 11 to 21. Yeah, most started drinking and smoking at 11 years old. What made you quit? Like, what was the catalyst? Um, I think because I was, well, December 10th, 1970, I stopped sleeping. And I'll never forget the night. And I just realized that if I kept smoking, you know, with all the nicotine and all that, I'd never get to sleep. So I quit smoking, but it didn't work. I still couldn't sleep. Wow. But I didn't, I just, I didn't ever start smoking again anyway. Just the way it was, man. It's what happens when your dad is nuts. You yeah. kind of go, ooh, am I going to, is that going to be me in a couple of years, or what do we got cooking? Because yeah, usually yeah. people yeah. quit smoking, oh my God, they're so judged, they're horrible to other oh, smokers. Oh, yeah, they are, absolutely. It's like, I can't believe you're still smoking. It's like, you smoke for 40 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now today, down. now today you hate it. It, it. it sort of ends up to be a little 12-step psychobabble. Yeah. You start getting out one way or the other, so. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Yeah, I was in a 12-step program, and, um, you know, I wouldn't be here if I if I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was a point where they, uh, they told me I could couldn't work my job because you can't be around booze. And I said, oh, yeah. I didn't come here for career advice. I actually came <laughs> exactly. here to learn how to live in a world yeah. that has alcohol in it and not yeah. use it. You know, yeah. that's and, a great. Uh, if you can't help me, I can stop coming to these meetings. Right. You know, that's, it's save a, an hour a day. The bit of evangelism that comes out of some of those, some of those programs, some, some of the militancy of that. I mean, that's what that is. That it comes out. I know I can fix. I'm going to fix all your problems by what I've gone right. through. And that's why you know, basically, it's you know, take what you need and leave the rest. And that's yeah. kind of the way I looked at it's the way yeah. I go through life. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, there's good. Some people have you know, good advice, and some people well, don't. So. Some people can't be around. Any sort of alcohol. No, they I know just that. Can't. You know, yeah. not at all. I mean, and it's no, funny because I got when I, I got lifted right away when I was at work. I never had a problem with it. It's when I'd go out with the guys after the work and yeah. the clubs, yep. and I was go. I would, I'd have to white knuckle my way through it. And I somebody told me, they go, well, if you're working, you're making a living for your family. At least you have a reason to be there. Right. What are you in the bar for afterwards? And I go, you know, you're right. And yeah. So I yeah. tell guys, you know, we go hang out at the restaurant. You know, go to Denny's or something. Oh, I lost friends over it. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. The fact that I wouldn't drink with them anymore, they wouldn't wouldn't hang out with me anymore. Sure. Absolutely. I stopped watching football. What did you? Yeah. I, I, I realized that it was more of a social event for me. I, it was yeah. a reason to well, be in the yeah. bar at noon on a Sunday. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, I, I, I Plus, I'm a Bears it. fan, so they never win anyway. Yeah. So it was, you know. Trubisky's having a bad year. <coughs> Bless you. No, I was, hey, I survived Abe Gibran, Jack and Cannon, Bobby you Douglas. You know, I, you Tell know. you what, though. And Walter the, Payton. Oh well, the McCaskies did, did, did dismantled the 85 team. Yeah. That, that was yeah. a dynasty. That, they had like nine or 11 all pros. Nice. Within two years, they were all gone, and I, that's it. You know, I love that uh, McMahon was asked when he died what he wanted on his headstone. Did you ever hear about no. it? They asked McMahon what he wants on his headstone when he died. He said, "Oh, that's easy. I've always known this. What are you going to put on?" He goes, what "The hell are you looking at?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun team. You know, back in the, that day. Oprah was a local talk show. Host. Right, yeah. people don't remember that she was. A well, local here's what you don't you know: Fridge was called Fridge because he was over 300 pounds. Right. He was like one of two guys in the NFL that were over 300. And I now know. the high school team, the all the all state high school team in Tennessee, defensive line out of six guys, four of them were over 300 pounds Jeez. in high school, going we, into college. We have an offensive lineman, wow. University of Minnesota, right now. He's six eleven and weighs four hundred pounds. Oh my goodness! And he's not fat. <laughs> wow! No, I mean this guy's like 
How can you not be fat if you're over 400 pounds? Because he's been a creatine since he was five. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. Guy's got some muscle structure. There's no doubt about that. 400 pounds. 6'11", 400 pounds. He's an offensive lineman. How'd you like to try to get past him? He probably runs a 4'4". I wouldn't doubt that either. (laughs) Freight train hit. That's the other thing, man. Have you ever been on the sidelines for an NFL game? Yeah. It's It's terrifying. They are gigantic. When they come running right at you, you're like little pee right there in the front of your pants. It's like, Jesus. Well, what gets me is that you can't lay in bed on, on, and if play football on a Sunday, look outside and see it's 20 below zero and yeah. think, well, gee, maybe I won't get hit today. I mean, you can't convince yourself. I mean, you you got to have some kind of screw loose to play that game. I, I would mean, you think really so, do. Yeah. Everybody gets crippled. They love they it. They all do. But they love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you look ahead you, at your peers at 40. You know, they're all going, uh, you know, if they're not on opiates, they're, they're going to be, you yeah, know, and they absolutely. can't walk straight. I remember, uh, I don't know if it was Butkus, Dick Butkus said, that after a game on Sunday, it took him to Wednesday to where he could walk where he wanted to walk. His legs yeah. just kind of took him for two days, you know, <laughs> wherever they, they, wherever they went, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Dick, I remember I ran into over at, uh, God, what the hell is the name? doesn't matter, restaurant. But he was sitting at the next table, and he got up, and he could barely walk to the men's room. I mean, yeah. he had a real hard time getting to the men's room. Yeah. It's sad. Is it, it, you're right. Is it the clothes head injuries when they're playing when they're younger that make them uh, – uh, screw loose, give them the screw loose to play when they're older? I don't know. I, I Again, my son loved football, but he, you know, after high school he quit. You know, he didn't, yeah. he didn't want to play college. You know, he wanted to go into the military. You just look at some of those tackles and you wonder how they can get up ever. Oh, I know. I mean, oh, they yeah. hit hard. They're getting hit really hard by gigantic people. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so, Jeff, why do you think you – did you ever work blue ever in, in your career? I was foul-mouthed. I grew yeah. up South Side Chicago, well, and blue collar, go. and 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 it was really what happened was, my son was in fourth grade and he cussed at his teacher, pretty oh, nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had just started making some changes in our lives and stuff. And anyway, I went in there and the t- teacher couldn't even repeat what he said. <laughs> so I looked at her and I said, "Look, I'd love to be able to look you in the eye and tell you I have no idea where that child heard <laughs> that kind of language, but." But it was me. But it was. So anyway, <laughs> I just kind of make a, made a conscious effort to see if I could clean up um, hmm. around the house, and see then I figured, I wonder if I could do it in the yeah. We the had a show, yeah. you know. And I'm a storyteller. Yeah. And realized that it really made me a better storyteller when you actually have to get a thesaurus out. But the material itself, the content was never really dirty. I mean, it's it, but it was just, just some you know, swearing instead of it. idiots, they were effing idiots and things like right, that. Right, right, you know? right. Um, so right. that was that part was easy to clean up. And there are stuff I write now that I go, boy, I would really like to do that, but it doesn't fit you yeah. know, into those parameters. But you, know, I to me, I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think the 1970s was the best comedy that we've ever produced. Because coming out of the deny. 60s with all of those boundaries and those parameters, they were able to bust through those. You know, I always said the edge, though, when you always heard a comic was edgy, it was because there was a line of mores in society, mm-hmm. and the comics knew where the line was, and they'd cross it. You know, they'd push right. it. They'd push the line. Well, there's just no line anymore. Well, there is now with the PC and the... Oh, yeah. But it's like, it's, it's, I don't even know. I, you don't even know what the rules are. I mean, you really don't. Uh, I, I would. Depends I would, on who's you know. in the audience. And I'm 63 years old. I don't care. I really right. don't. I, half right. my show, I'm telling people, don't email me, please. Don't send me an email. <laughs> I don't want to hear from. You know, I talk about the peanut allergies. I go, where do these come from? Terrorists don't need to blow up buildings. They just need to take over a planter's factory and crack yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> they, they'd wipe out a third of the millennial population. I mean, and I'm asking, and somebody came up and explained it to me. I don't know if this is true or not. 
But I guess because of the big peanut scare in the 90s, they weren't giving babies peanut butter and peanuts. Oh, right. And that was what was creating, that was like a vaccination for peanuts. I can see that. I didn't know that. I go, if that's the case, what, you know. Yeah. Who doesn't give a kid peanut butter? It, well, for they, anything, it shuts them up for a minute. You know, yeah. while <laughs> trying to chew it. Trying, uh, can't, can't talk. Well, no, yeah, they, they tell you now not to give your child peanut butter and I believe honey until they're two. Honey? After two years old. Well, yeah. I, honey, honey, you, they can get botulism and die. Yeah. yeah. What? That's, so that's, honey? that's a real thing. My mother was and trying to kill me. Peanut butter and honey. I ate a bit of honey. I don't even have teeth. Little Tommy was just running around sucking on the little honey bear. The honey that you were eating probably wasn't. I think it was a little highly processed. Yeah. The honey You're I was probably eating. Fine. The little honey. Well, I, I tell you what. My mother yeah. used to give me mercury to play with on the kitchen oh, yeah. table. Oh, yeah, we had that too. Yeah. Yeah. Puddle yeah. of toxic waste and a lead paint chip. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Those Have were fun. the days. And then I'd put on my asbestos pajamas and I'd go to bed. <laughs> so, I do remember that rolling around mercury in my hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little babies. Little BBC. Yeah, yeah. Little I remember saying, yeah. Mom, can we break this thermometer so we can play with Mercury? <laughs> sure! <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> what could it hurt? Good to go. Yeah, what could it hurt? Where's my cigarettes? <laughs> what was a toy that they had where you'd plug it in and it was like a fire... You would plug it in and it like you could start like sparks or something and like fire. Oh my god! You know what yeah, I'm talking about? yeah, I do. No. My brothers dangerous. had one of those. Yeah, it sounds. Well, yeah. they used to have like soldering <laughs> irons for toys. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. The wood burning. Yeah, yeah. Wood burning. Like seven hundred and eighty yeah. degrees. We had one of those <laughs> too. When, we first, when I first got married, I just laid in bed. That's all I did. I'm, I'm literally laying in bed. Tammy brings yeah. me in a wood burning kit. She says, "You might as well have a hobby." That was her idea of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Some storm bubble. Wood burning. Yeah, I burned a "Do not disturb" sign. Get out! Get out! But yeah, she buys me this. I don't think you can buy them anymore. But they only hit like 700 uh, degrees, you and four-year-olds are burning wood. <laughs> and it's like, breathing the smoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they should. They should have just put. Uh, they should have made the made the uh, compressed the wood just with a little marijuana, and those kids would have been quiet. Hey. Quiet. Oh, hey, you might have a business model right there. There you go. <laughs> Colorado, <laughs> coming to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, it's not legal here. Tool. In Minnesota? Well, no, it is I'm for on, medical. I'm on medical. Medical it is, ah, but not yeah. recreational. Medical. You don't get high on it. See, people think you get high on, on medical THC, but you don't. Well, you I can do. if you take oh, too you? much. What's supposed if you take too much? Well, yeah, no, I don't vape, va- though. Yeah, vape, I can't vape. Yeah, you can get extremely high off of okay, vape. Yeah. I've done yeah, I it a suppose, couple yeah. times Well, I can tell you, my, my manager, <laughs> who said he hadn't had pot in over 20 years, he was at a Predators game, and, and one of his friends had an edible, and he peeled off a corner. Uh-huh. So when he gets sit, he's on his way to the car, he eats the edible, and he goes, by the time I got to my car, it took me 45 minutes to get away from the curb. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he goes, food. it's not the pot we had 20 years no. ago. No. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, that's, and that, for a friend of mine's Very wife true. was having chemotherapy, and I said, you know, well, she, she's kind of easy. Her appetite's going to be depressing. I feel, why don't you get a little of marijuana, and you can t- take a couple of tokes, and it'll ease her through this whole process. Yeah. He says, that makes sense. So he goes, he gets some marijuana. He's, he's driving home. He says, well, maybe I'll just try some of this. So he rolls a little uh, joint, takes a couple of tokes. 
has to pull he, he has to pull off the road stop the car oh, and great. sit there for an hour because he, <laughs> right. he was so powerful he wasn't used to when he was right. 30 years ago uh-huh. when he was, was yeah it's much, it ain't your much daddy's different. pot no, no it's no. not well i was talking oh wait we need to we'll take a break be right back in two minutes uh, final segment with Jeff Allen. He is at Acme tonight at 8 o'clock. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer Guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. Yeah, I can't do vape. We're back. <clears throat> We're back in yep. the saddle again. One more segment with Jeff Allen, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at Acme 8 o'clock show. Isn't it? It's got to be a tough road to hoe to fly in for one show, isn't it? I don't know. What do you like it I'm better? I'm too that dumb way? to know any better. He's <laughs> <laughs> just been doing it for so long. Yeah. A matter of fact, if I'm home too long, my wife will go, when are you leaving? So, <laughs> what do you, don't you have another show to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me call a your Nashville. manager. Right. <laughs> yeah. show. You talk about a great place to fly out of around the country, though. Nashville couldn't be more centrally located, basically. Chicago yeah, it's and bordered Nashville. by seven states. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, right. It's wonderful. Oh, it's everywhere. That's a beautiful area, too. You go back toward Chattanooga. and yeah. pretty. That, that whole drive. We drive up uh, quite often from West Palm. We drive up to Minneapolis, and it's a hell of a nice place. How are the summers? Hot and humid. Like really here. humid. I mean, it's funny. We were living in Arizona, and Tammy, I mean, my wife hated Arizona. That first summer, I came home from the golf course. No lie, she's in the driveway in a monsoon rain. She's, it's monsoon. You couldn't see six feet in front of you. The rain was coming down sideways. And my wife was out there in the driveway. And I, I, what the hell are you doing? She says, it actually rains in this godforsaken place. <laughs> and that was our first summer. So, yeah. But I told her when we moved to Tennessee, I don't know if you've been to Tennessee in June. It's, uh, it's 98 and 98. And 98 oh. and 98, yeah. baby. And, um, but uh, we have fall and we have winter and uh, spring. But so. not much of a winter. No, it's uh, it gets not like Chicago. No, not at all, not at all. And we get fronts that come through. It'll be in the sixties. Uh, really, in the winter? Yeah, in the winter. Yeah, I play golf year round there. I mean, I really. Yeah, no we get, if, we, if we only have one plow, it, we get it from Kentucky. <laughs> we get it from Kentucky. Uh, but it, when it snows, it locks the city up. And then there's one other thing that t- Tennesseans too. Now I don't know about Minnesota. But when the light turns green and you're making a left turn, you pull into the intersection yeah. and wait. Yeah. 
Tennessee, they don't. They sit at the light. So then if it just turns red, you're all sitting there like an idiot. Nobody they do? Gets, I know. I, I want to hit him. I want to just... <laughs> just go around him. Right yeah. Just, yeah. What yeah. the hell is that? Why yeah. would they do that? I guess it's taught in uh, driver's ed or I something. Guess, I guess. Yeah. their laws may say you're not... Oh, California, you're not allowed to block an intersection. So that can be interpreted as blocking an intersection. That may be the way the law is. Oh, I wish they'd start doing that down in Florida. Okay. They'll oh, block an intersection for five oh, lights. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, yeah. We're just going to sit here and smoke cigarettes I'm and drink in the car. I'm a block away. I'll be home in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. They oh, don't, wow, they don't care. Terrible. And if you honk at them, they're all like, what's wrong with you? You're like, what? You're blocking the intersection. Oh, yeah. They don't care at all. That's they're very, retired. Very they are most of them retired. Yeah, yes, that's very, very true. But one thing, how tall are you? 6'2". Yeah, see, in, in Florida, you'd be a giant. That's one, because I'm six feet even, and I tower over everyone. Because it's a bunch of little Italians and Jews from New York. <laughs> oh. So they're all very yeah. small people. Yeah, they shrink as time goes out. You know, I found out, I just read this, that your ears and your nose continue to grow. Yes. Well, that's yeah. great So news. if you live long enough, you become uh, a caricature of yourself. And your nose can grow when you're pregnant, which for sure happened to me. Really? really? Yep. I didn't know that. Hmm? Really? Your Why would that grow? happen? It's a thing. I should know that. But here's the good news. I was getting a uh, a pedicure because I had nothing to do. (laughs) Nothing to do to get a pedicure. So I went into this thing, and I'm sitting there, and the Korean woman told me, we were chatting, and uh, she said, you have big ears. Thank you. And I said, yeah. I said, she goes, no, in Korea, that's a sign of good luck. You would never get out of Korea if you went down there. <laughs> really? She said the women would just take you and, and go. Yeah, really? Because of the big ears. It's a sign of good luck. Mm. Well, your ears aren't too big for your head, though. I'm looking at your ears right now. They're I fine. don't know, man. I don't really care at my age. <laughs> I don't care what I look so, like. It's like I was telling with the, I got. I do a whole thing about waxing. Uh, my wife talked me into getting waxed. and uh, Oh, pedicures and she waxing? Told me, she told okay. me it would be sexy. And I said, look, uh, there's only three, there's three billion women on a planet, and I only care if one of them thinks I'm sexy. Yeah. So at my age, if my wife thinks anything I could do, that she thinks would be <laughs> get her motor going a little quicker, mm-hmm. her engine running. I don't care. She said, you know, a face tattoo would be sexy. You know, yeah, I'm getting a face tattoo. So I went in, and uh, anyway, it's a long story, but I, I will never do it again. I will never, ever, ever do that again. So what do you get waxed? I don't even my, my chest hair. She oh, the chest hair. And oh. the weird thing was, I was I just was, your chest hair. But I was thank pink. God. Yeah. But I was pink. I looked like a flabby piece of bazooka bubble gum. <laughs> And then when, when I got home, I, 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 I surprised her. She was traveling, so I surprised her, and I took the shirt off. And anyway, it took her a while to notice. She goes, what did you do? And anyway, she looked at me. She goes, my God, Jeff, you look like Patrick from SpongeBob. <laughs> like, I go, that's not sexy, baby. Patrick isn't sexy. And she finally no. said, put a shirt on. It's creepy. You know? <laughs> Gravity affects all of us. My boobs were sagging. My nipples were pointing at the ground. And it, just, it, it, it was not attractive. It was not, not, not sexy? No, not at all. You didn't so see you it. see the pictures in the magazines of all these guys yeah. with the wax. And, it, and, and I guess it looks And the good. baby oil. And the baby and oil. And the baby yeah. oil. Got to have, have the baby oil. Spray too. tan, yeah. baby oil, wax. Yeah. yeah. You are a very, you don't have much body hair. No, I have very little like body hair. And like Dan, my husband has like four chest hairs. <laughs> oh, wow. Mine are, like, I have four and they're all four different colors. That's the <laughs> thing about it. Yeah. It's red, a brown, a black, and a gray. I know. I was like, well, well I'm like, I, don't, I don't have the back hair or anything. No, no, no I got none of that. My oldest yeah. boy does and his wife loves it. <clears throat> 
One my, of the things she's a hippie. Oh. I mean, she just. Oh, she yeah. I remember. Guys. I remember as a teenager, uh, all well, those guys. The Magnum PI yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Selleck. Tom yeah. had all the yeah. hair hanging right. out. Everything yeah. was gold chains and hairy. And that yeah. was that was very sexy. Now now women run screaming from that. Well, yeah. in, in Florida, I had a palmetto bug fly into my chest hair one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, first time I've ever. Yes. I, I literally, I was in bed with, yes. with another. This was years ago, oh and I'm God. freaking out. I'm on the ground, flopping around, and beating it with a shoe. I have no idea. It was tangled up. It was People like out. that guy's crazy. So anyway, the girl says, well, you know, like. What was it? I go, I don't know. It just matched. She goes, maybe it was a pie. I said, I, you know, it, it, it smashed. Whatever it is, it's it's mutilated. I killed no, it. Yeah. Flying rat. I don't know yeah. what it was. Could have been a rat. They look like a cockroach, a gigantic yeah, was, yeah, cockroach. It it's their fierce. They're just watching yeah. TV. And mm-hmm. bing, you know, the, oh, I don't God. think they actually bite you or well, anything. They're just gross. Well, that's they're like gross. the fear of, you know, we have a bat flying around. We'll get yeah. caught in your head here. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't realize. Fear, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. the same thing. You yeah. <laughs> should be waxed, right? So you shave your head. Yeah. You should oh, be waxed wow. if the palmetto yeah. bug's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that could God. be an ad for someone to run for their for their for their clinic. Yeah. Don't let it, this happen to you. <laughs> or an exterminator. Jeff Allen, Jeff Allen yeah. with a bug in his chest there. Look what happened to me. Victimize yeah, you. That, that would not be good. It's absolutely true. I don't know. It's it all works out in the end. That's all I'm saying. But I, I you know, honest to God, I I I just keep thinking sitting here. I cannot believe that I've never met you before. That's weird. Oh, well, I mean, you've been you're not alone. Before. There's 330 million people in this country. I think. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I, we've had comedians on for 34 years. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now I'm upset. So... <laughs> no, I thought I was your first. <laughs> yes, the very first comedian ever. Yeah. Uh, well, we work. had we had him on, on the, over the phone back in the, on the spring phone, yeah. because I saw your dry bar oh, comedy okay. thing, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, Tom would love him, and I had to right. get him on. And I I love that. Have you watched any of uh-huh. those dry bar comedies? Mm-hmm. Those are so good, and it's just such a great way to um, kind of uh, promote. Well, it's changed your... my life. Yeah, it really has. And I, when I got booked on it, um, I I had never heard of them. Mm-hmm. I got booked in October a year ago, and uh, for a January taping, Tammy went nuts. My wife, she goes, mm-hmm. it's in my feet every day. It's in mm-hmm. my feet, and and um, when they released it, literally within two weeks. Uh, the phone hasn't stopped. Yeah, has not stopped. We're really? up over a hundred some million views now, and that's and, wonderful. And Facebook, I don't know what YouTube is, but it's the internet again. You and I are the same generation. We, mm-hmm. uh, I always thought if you didn't get on network, you know, your career right. was over. And, and I kind of missed all that. You know, <clears throat> and I was out working the club. No, it's it. You look at the computer is the same as we used to look at TV. If mm-hmm. you see something on the computer, that's just as valid. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, it's 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 a strange animal to me, and I finally hired a twenty-eight-year-old social media person. Cause, <laughs> you know, I, I had no idea what I was doing. And, yeah, uh, I could see that. I mean, I think the top-rated show now is I think Fallon pulls about one point seven million people. That's all. Johnny, yeah, yeah but it's afterwards. Yeah, but it's after. See, that's what's interesting because uh, we were pushing to go on Fallon, and um, again, I was told, well, it's only one point seven million. Right. But if you get re- if they release what you did and it hits the internet, mm. oh yeah, it's different. My wife watches yeah. all of Fallon on on the uh, the next day. Oh okay. On on she, we never stay up late enough to watch it live. Yeah. So whatever they release, she'll watch it because they feel it good enough to to be out. So then you're right. getting 30, 40 million views or fifty million. Views. Yeah, you, you are know, absolutely. It's unlimited um, when people start amazing? sharing it. 
And it I, really is. And um, broadcast television is getting getting hammered in the ratings now. It's not good at all. Yeah. It's just come apart at the scene. And, the, and the, one of the biggest problems you have is because Hollywood is so political now with all their Absolutely. writing. That when the show comes on, you go, well, there's a white guy. He did it. <laughs> all the criminals now are white guys. Well, like, that's why you know, we're, we're, we're believers, Christians. And yeah, um, yeah. We, I, I get tired of just, it's, it's a guarantee if there's a Christian on a show, he's molesting somebody. Well, there's or, you know, no and, doubt and again, guarantee. It happens. It, happens. it does And happen. that's what I said to, to my wife. I said, you'll know, again, we're working in the territory here, but when the LBGTQ, I remember years ago, uh, it was a Sharon Stone film. What was that film that um, she she crossed her legs? Oh, yeah. oh basic instinct. Basic instinct. Oh, basic instinct. Yeah. Well, she was a, a lesbian, and the community mm-hmm. went absolutely nuts because she was a, a killer murderer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. and then I because she was a psychopath, and I went on stage in the '90s and said, "Did anybody poll the psychopath community to see if they wanted to be portrayed as a lesbian?" <laughs> Funny. Well, if funny. I did that today, well, I just yeah, did it right. today. You know, who knows? You know? But if you did That's that today, funny. you would be like, you'd be chastised. And Why? It's just, funny. I know. That's, you know. It's just too bad. It, the, the whole thing is everybody's offended by everything now. Everybody well, if your lips are moving and the words are coming out, chances are you're going to offend somebody. But, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. But it comes to the point where you just, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get bothered by it. I run things by my wife. I, I have a line. I'll, I'll run it by you guys. I, I have a line where I, I found out they won't grade English papers in public school with red ink because apparently the sight of red ink on paper is too traumatic. And my English papers came back looking like OJ's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've been getting a lot of oh, I've been getting a lot of ooze on that. So <laughs> I changed it to a, a crime scene. I said my page became looking like a crime scene. And it's funny because I, I don't know I, if I go corporate, it's it's crime scene. If I go tonight, it'll be um, uh, OJ's uh, driveway. driveway, and and I'm aware. I mean, yeah. my goal is not to offend and no. bother people, but ooze is not what I want. I don't want ooze. I don't want ooze. No, know? no, right. Because the only answer is what? Too soon? It's too soon to be OJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, it's only been what twenty it's a years, long time ago. Twenty-five years, yeah. I believe. I believe that. Comedy is the last bastion of free speech. It I should agree. stay that way. I and you should be able to say whatever you want. And Well, yep. it's funny to me because yep. starting in the 80s, 70s, and 80s, we all did uh, uh, ethnic humor. We all did growing yeah, up in the South Side. Did, yeah. And I, I watched Chappelle's special because everybody told yeah, me how fair. hip and it was. And I looked at it and I said, back in the 80s, this would have been just some benign. It would have been yeah, normal. Yep. Yeah. Normal been, yep. uh, observational been. stuff. And yeah. now it's just considered so edgy and hip and over the top. and because of the uh, reaction from yeah. the uh, Twitter mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is a mob. I mean, well, that's, they, yeah. Oh, it is, that's absolutely. Why you, have, you have to be careful because oh, you know, they put, can ruin your career. Well, it's funny they can just ruin it because they don't like the a last joke. Last time I posted anything, I, I get in my feed, somebody posts, uh, the NRA is responsible for Sandy Hook. So all I wrote was, all, right, all yeah. I wrote was, <clears throat> you have to connect those dots for me. As a lifetime member, I don't want to belong to an organization that would be responsible. That's all you ask them is connect oh, the dots. Just connect the dots. Well, for okay. two weeks, I get inundated with you know all these ad hominem attacks. You know, you're a douchebag. You're all these names and things, which really doesn't. I waited two weeks, and I wrote back, still waiting for those dots. <laughs> <laughs> and literally within thirty seconds, my manager sends me a text: "Stop it! Stop it! Stop yeah. it!" Right Corporations now. read these things. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, they you know, do, but... And I just like poking the nest. 
But exactly. I could not believe the response. I mean, and, and I was being legit. I said, connect them for me. I, yeah. I, you an idiot. You're a moron. You, don't you have Google? Well, if it's on Google, it's got to be true. You know? I find comfort by assuming that everyone on Twitter is 14 years old. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm probably not that far off. Well, wow. it is a lot like a playground. It yeah. really is. Oh, it's, it's that, a lot it's like that a playground. playground mentality. You expect kids to act like that because kids are dumb. So it's like, you know, if it's adults acting like that, then that's when it gets into like, well, emotionally, a lot of adults are 14 years I old. I just love yeah, exactly. Why do you think it is that people will go out of their way now and it doesn't bother them to destroy someone's life? That amazes me. <clears throat> That's the, I, I, again, I, Power. As, as, a, as a Christian, I, I think we've lost a lot of the foundational, and a lot of it is uh, grace and forgiveness. I yeah, really do believe it. it. There's I not mean, a lot of grace, not yeah. a lot. No, not a, not a lot of empathy where you go, you know what, I could have. You know, again, to destroy somebody's life because of a comment. Because of a comment. I mean, it's that makes no sense. Yeah, it's out yeah. Of, and I think it's getting pushed back. I really do. I, again, I, I think so. millennials, and and I really have a, I have a heart for millennials. I really do. Good. Whatever nation they decide we're going to be is what my grandchildren are going to grow up in. Mm-hmm. They're the largest voting block outside uh, since the baby boomers and. They you know, are, we yeah. dist- I always tell millennials, sorry about the $22 trillion in debt. <laughs> we had issues. We had, we had, well, we didn't have issues. We, politicians had well, issues. Well, they had some. That's who had the issues is the politicians. But uh, I just, uh, I, 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 again, I'm, I've been out of the, fr- I, don't, I don't get involved in it. I don't go on Twitter. I, I, right. you know, I tweet pictures of my grandbabies and. And on Facebook, I just stay out of it. I don't, I don't, you know, I have, like everybody else, I have opinions, but I don't, yep. nobody cares. I have 100 plus thousand Facebook followers and not one of them ever asked me my opinion on anything. That should tell <laughs> me all I plan. need to know. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. true. Thanks so much for coming in, Jeff. It was great to Thanks meet you. Having great me. having you in. Jeff Allen, ladies and gentlemen, he's at Acme tonight at 8 o'clock and we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.